Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond. It's that time of month again. We're going to release a bonus Patreon episode to the normal feed so that you can hear what we have going on at Patreon. If you like what you hear, you can help support the podcast and join up by going to patreon.com forward slash scary savannah. You can also find a link to do this on our website. And as always, thank you for listening and please enjoy the show. Welcome to Scary Savannah and Beyond, and this episode is going to be number 27. And I decided to take over Patreon in honor of 27, and it just worked out so well that it was 27. And apparently this episode is all about the ways that you can increase your personal beauty and appearance in such a way that you can meet with the standards of a certain age. Yeah, I'm going to teach you a lot today. So I was looking around the internet, as I often do, looking for an interesting topic, And I stumbled upon a video of this guy talking about the Victorian era and how crazy it was. So I did what I do, and I went down a rabbit hole. That's the story of your life. Oh, you wrote on my script. I see that. Story of your life. There's so much info that I'm planning to do a full-blown episode on the main feed in the future, but I wanted to give you just a little taste of what went on in Victorian England. It was truly a wild time. Is that when they had them bell bottoms? Is that when they (laughs) first come out? No. Do you know when the Victorian era was? 1967. And I know that because that's when David Bowie wrote his very famous album, It's a Victorian Era, Baby. Okay, no. Okay, maybe I had that wrong. It goes along with the reign of Queen Victoria, who reigned from 1837 to 1901. Well, that's a lot more boring than my explanation. It is. And sometimes it can stretch all the way back to 1820 to 1914, just depending on... Who you're talking Just to. depending on what episode of Antiques Roadshow the people are bringing mm-hmm. in, the, the cabinet into. Because right into. before that, I believe, was the Georgian era, and after that, the Edwardian. So, now you're just making so they stuff kinda, up. No, I'm not. <laughs> so they kind of overlap in places. So you're a history major now. I'm, I'm learning. Wow. This is impressive. I even know the architecture, but I won't go into that. So I had a hard time narrowing down what I wanted to talk about this time, but I finally settled on women. And their strange beauty practices. They are kind of weird. Beauty standards of the Victorian era were quite different than today. And I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about being a woman in the 1800s. This is a very timely episode because I've actually been perfecting my time machine and I planned on being a woman in the 1800s. We've often talked about how you would be a very ugly woman because you don't like doing anything like makeup, hair. Makeup, I wouldn't do hair. Shaving your legs. I I couldn't even put contacts in. I just. So I'd wear glasses, and apparently you don't like to wear glasses in public. Oh, so. no. And it's like when I put eyeliner on you when we do um, Pirate Fest. <laughs> you know, on Tuesdays. <laughs> when we do Pirate Fest and you have to have that Captain Jack Sparrow look, you can't like, I can't you're like, you can't keep your eyes open. They're no. blinking, blinking, blinking. I'm going to tell you what it would take. Okay, let's It's more than out. I'm probably willing to do, and I am. So uh, Victorian ladies were more fashionable as far as you, because they were willing to go that extra mile that even you aren't? No, it's like I'm into beauty products, but I'm not like some of these ladies that do the TikTok. 
fashion stuff. The like, TikTok. I don't have to buy all the latest stuff. Well, you and- sort of give that away when you call it the TikTok. <laughs> well, there's all like Instagram too, but yeah. I just, you know, I don't buy all that stuff. I have a few things I like and I stick with it. Okay. The first thing you need to know is that you've got to be attractive at all times, but naturally attractive. There's no like putting your hair up in a bun and throwing a hat on and sweatpants. None of that's going to work. So you can't physically not be attractive. Right. All times of the day because you don't know who's coming to call on you. Okay. So tell me more about what they needed to do to be considered attractive. Well, makeup was considered taboo. Queen Victoria believed that only actresses and prostitutes should wear makeup. So that's <laughs> She had that in a decree, probably. Right. A judge once ruled that lipstick was akin to witchcraft because you might seduce a man if you're wearing lipstick. That sounds like a reasonable thing to do before you set somebody up, burn them at the stake. They did do that. I'm not shocked. <laughs> but this didn't mean that women wore no makeup at all. It was just supposed to look like you weren't wearing any. So what's the point? Well, it's to make it look sort of natural. And you if you were going to wear makeup, you needed to hide it. You've got to like put it in other containers for oh, like so real. so you don't even want them to know that yeah. you're wearing makeup, but the expectation is is that you're wearing makeup. Right. Because these people know that you're wearing makeup. Right, and they're going to the judge you subtly, but you, you just got to work with what you got. The desired look was bright, pale skin with just a touch of pink to the cheeks, bright eyes, and lips that appeared bitten rather than painted. So it's as if you were chewing on your lips all day and they just had that little redness. Okay. To me, this sounds like a vampire, but. Well, that's probably what the end thing think was. Interview with a vampire. You know how the girls looked in that? The uh, very pale skin. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how that would be attractive. Yeah, that's what, what you were going for. Living dead. Right. Okay. Perfume was acceptable, probably because bathing was such an ordeal back then. However, you were never to apply it directly to the skin, and it must be a floral scent. So what do you do? You just mist it and sort of waft through it? Yeah, I think so. Here's some examples of some uh, old perfume bottles and such. Okay, perfume bottles. Looks like the thing that they'd take when, you know, the woman on white earth was taking the laudanum. So how do you achieve this vampire girl look? Well, they came up with some great solutions. I'm sure they were very safe. And tested on things before humans. Yes, safety is always first. Okay. So let's start with your skin. Remember, you want it to be as pale and blemish free as possible. Okay. You're going to need to spend a lot of time at your makeup table. Oh, really? Really. All day. They were allowed to have makeup tables, Mm -hmm. but they weren't allowed to have Because you got to brush your hair a lot because they didn't um, have a lot of shampoo time. Like you didn't wash your hair all the time. Okay. So you got to be spending time brushing your hair. You got to brush your hair. You got to get your skin in order. You got to look like a vampire. So you might want to start with fresh skin. So today you could get like a chemical peel. Oh, I remember when you got then. those, like the things for your feet. Yeah, like make your that, skin peel off. Right. Okay. But for your face. So you are going to dilute some sulfuric acid and apply it directly to your face. I don't know how much you know about sulfuric acid. I know. I sell <laughs> things that they use to control the flow of sulfuric yeah. acid. And it's not something you really want to put on your face. Well, tell that to Queen Victoria. I can't. She's dead. But my time machine's probably going to give me the ability to do that. So I'll put it on my checklist. So after you've applied it, 
you're going to need to stay home for about eight weeks <laughs> to give yourself time to heal. How do you explain this to people? <laughs> like, oh, her face is melted off. Well, you know how it well, is. Well, everyone understands. It's not because she's doing the makeup, though. Yeah. Oh, she did not do no makeup. <laughs> now, that's something she wants to make clear right now. She didn't do that makeup, but she does have her face melting off. So if you have to go out in public during this time, you've got to wear a veil and keep your whole self completely covered because sunlight on your freshly burned skin is not going to be good for you. Well, you've been working so hard to stay as pale as possible. You certainly don't want to be kissed by the sun. Right. So after your eight weeks, you're going to have your new face and you're going to want to make sure it's pale. So you've got a few options for this one. I would love to hear this. One of them is Madame Rupert's Face bleach. Oh, no. <laughs> Do not miss this chance. Yes, there's an ad here if you want to read what, what you can get from this. Okay, so this is the advertisement that's going to sell this product to you lovely ladies out there. A grand offer. Madame Rupert's face bleach. Living examples. Madame Rupert has proven the effectiveness of her face bleach. By having patients at her office with but one side of the face cleared at a time, showing the remarkable difference between the side cleared and the side as it was before the application of the face bleach. Miss Hattie Trainer, whose likeness is shown herewith, is now on exhibition at her parlors, 6 East 14th Street, New York City, with one side of face cleared from dark, deep-set skin freckles, leaving the other side as it originally was showing beyond doubt the wonderful transformation due to face bleach. Call and see for yourself, or write your friends to call and see for you. No other specialist has ever given this absolute proof. Call or send for Madam A. Rupert's book, How to Be Beautiful, which alone is worth its weight in gold to every woman and should be read by all. It is given or sent Free. Wow. I'm going to mail something to this address. This is amazing. Like, Obviously, can you imagine? This isn't you just from show the time up. period because it said call, but. Yeah, well, this is like later on. So, this, this is, is still going on even in the times where we have telephones. So, this is something mm -hmm. that has happened for a long time. Yeah, this is just one of the examples of something they did, the face bleach. So, they had that in England. But yeah, this is one that you could go to New York. You over sure don't here. want none of them deep set dark freckles. Mm -mm, I mean, apparently that's a And I love how they face. just like do a bunch of lines and stuff on her face on the right side <laughs> to make like it look like she's hatching. blemished. This is yeah. like something I learned in high school art class. Yeah. It's like three different techniques. You got, well, we got pointillism, we got cross hatching, and we've got face bleach. <laughs> the bleaching your face isn't your cup of tea. You could always try arsenic wafers. Oh, delightful. Yes, I said arsenic. All you had to do was nibble on toxic wafers to make yourself sick, which would give you that pale vampire look that's all the rage. Just don't eat too much or you'll die. But that seems <laughs> worth it to me. I like mean, you're literally making on. yourself feel sick and pale. Because you're eating rat poison. Right, right. I can't but it worked. This. It's a real product. And look, you could have picked it up at Sears and Roebuck. Yeah, you could here in Chicago. If you're really in a pinch and you run out of arsenic wafers, you can always use a mixture of ammonia and rose water. Bonus tip, you can always take a little ammonia orally if you need to lose a few pesky pounds. Okay. Yeah, so if you're a little having a little trouble fitting into your corset that we'll talk about Just in a bit. Just drink some ammonia. Yeah, some ammonia, rose water, yeah, anything. Yeah, you know death does tend to bring the pounds off. <laughs> it does. 
So if you were lucky enough to be alive after 1898. After when, these treatments, yeah. When, if you're lucky enough to survive <laughs> your makeup regimen. When they discovered radium. Oh, no. You could take a refreshing radium bath to achieve a nice glow. Oh, yeah. That's got to be super healthy. So we've got that ghostly white glow. Now we need to master that doe-eyed near-death look. <laughs> what can you really make those eyes pop without using cosmetics? Do you know? I, I'm based off of anything? what you've told me so far. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that they used like clubs to hit themselves in the face. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, but what they used was belladonna, which is also known as deadly nightshade. Oh, that's that stuff that the girl put in the tea of the people mm-hmm. here in Savannah, and it killed them. Right. Because it's incredibly poisonous. But you're just going to use a few drops. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's going to give your eyes a red, watery. Dilated pupil situation. It's very sexy. I'm telling you, it sounds like more and more this regimen, if you started doing this, I just don't know how I'd be able to live with you. You'd just be so radiant. Uh, no, I'd be glowing, you would literally. You glow in the dark. Literally. But if you can't afford belladonna, you can always mix up some lemon juice and orange juice and squirt a few <laughs> drops directly into the eye. Directly into the eye. Mm-hmm. So you've got options here. And if it's not too much trouble, throw some salt in there, too. <laughs> Now let's talk about your lashes. Okay. Since Maybelline is a no-go, you can pick up some mercury and rub it onto the lashes to get some extra length. That stuff's so good for you. It's really going to accentuate those bloodshot dilated pupils. Yes, and your bleached skin. Mm-hmm. You haven't even told me if anything happens to the hair. I don't know if there's some crazy thing about that. We'll get there. Oh, I can't wait. So if you've had a late night, but you still need to look like a rabid animal at breakfast, just mix up a little ammonia, rose water, and opium to soothe those tired eyes. I'm smoking my eye soothing my eye salve. Okay, so your skin is on point. Your eyes are popping. We've got the long lashes. Now You're going we need, in the dark. Yeah. Now we need to focus on the lips. Remember, red lips are witchcraft, so we got to keep it subtle. Very subtle. Like this. <laughs> yeah, you, so subtle. I'm, t- I'm just telling you, if you lived in any time period other than modern day, you would have lasted all 30 seconds. I know. I wear makeup and I talk. She's a witch. <laughs> Chapped lips are a faux pas, so a little salve is acceptable, and you can add a little red dye like carmine. Okay. But just be aware that this red pigment could have a few side effects. One of which is anaphylaxis. Symptoms of that are skin rash, nausea, vomiting, difficulty breathing, and shock. So just keep your EpiPen nearby. And you'll You'll be be fine. fine. Mm -hmm. This is sounding more and more like one of those happy-go-lucky medicine commercials we see when we're watching TV and everybody's happy. And they're like, look at how radiant she is. She's glowing in the dark. By the way, it will cause death, diarrhea, (laughs) and other bad things. Please consult your doctor before injecting this into your brain. (laughs) If you're fresh out of carmine, though, just grab a little red crepe paper from the last birthday party you threw, get it damp, and add a little touch of it to the lips. That sounds like the most reasonable thing it's suggested so far. Yeah, this is the least dangerous thing I've read. Except for when you find out that the crepe paper is actually also made from arsenic. Yeah, who knows what they made it out of. But stay away from rouge unless you can apply it so subtly that it can't be detected. (laughs) Lest you be confused with an actress or a witch. And there's that fine line. Mm-hmm. I mean, right mm-hmm. there, it's like mm-hmm. it goes from being subtle to hanging up to there Harlot. on a stake and burn it. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you've got dark hair, you're going to need to color it. It's either going to be chestnut brown or blonde. Those are the ideal colors. Okay. So you'd fit in at least that far. Right. But 
it's a little different than how I get mine. Okay. To achieve this, you've got to make a concoction. You can use. You mean you got to make a potion? Mm-hmm. Sort of like, like a witch. <laughs> Diluted barium, potassium hypochlorite, and lemon juice are good things to try. Okay. All right. So just experiment till you get the shade that screams and may fall over and die at any minute. <laughs> Once your hair is the right color, you're going to need to curl it and pin it. All elaborate, make it really fancy. But don't look like you tried to make yeah, it Yeah, look like you just rolled out just, of bed. Just like on TV, you just woke up. Right. So now your face is ready to impress by looking as close to death as possible. Now let's drive that idea home by choosing a hat to adorn your elaborately styled hair. Okay. That hat will really make a statement if we top it with a taxidermied animal, like a bird or maybe even a cat. A cat? Yes. They did that. Yes, I read where this one lady. These people will be horrific. Look at <laughs> she had a full kitten on oh top of my. her hat and like three cat tails attached to her dress. She Went to some the, award show or something. She was the epitome she of was subtle. The it girl, and she was very subtle. Mm-hmm. None of this stuff yeah, was these these potions. Um, these hats were big business. People really went crazy for hats with birds, Somebody should owls, bring it back. things like that. Have like a a snow leopard. Mm, except that they're endangered. You can't kill these poor things anymore for hats. Okay, pigeons then. Let's do some We've got fake plenty ones. of pigeons. <laughs> yeah, let's make a pigeon. So now we've got the hair and the face in order. So what are you going to wear? Something that's right above burlap sack, but below satin. <laughs> You're going to need to cover yourself from head to toe because showing even the tiniest bit of skin is unseemly. Which? You're going to need layers. You're going to start with a corset and you're going to pull it as tight as you can because even then they probably had body issues you need a comically small waist comically small yes like they like one woman got her waist down to 14 inches that's like a and small child like, isn't yeah it's it? like that big it's tiny like you want the smaller the better here okay now it doesn't matter if it's crushing your internal organs you, do, you don't need to be comfortable no 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 it's all about the look really that's what we're going for here to really make this point you can add a bustle this is a huge cage-like contraption that will make your dress poof out, making your derriere look bigger and your waist smaller. My derriere? Yeah. I need a bustle. Yeah, you need it to look big. So when it comes to the dress, the bigger the better. If it's too large for you to fit through doorways, then you've nailed it. Okay. Bonus points if it's made from crinoline. Then you have the added benefit of being highly flammable. Um, that's a very important aspect of clothing in this, this you, era. This is a picture of the crinoline. This is the undercarriage petticoat. Oh, it's just ready to burn. It could be made of wood, steel, or horsehair. Or radium. Or a combination of those things. Then you're going to put a bunch of like flammable materials on top of that, too. We stitch it together with arsenic. We dip the needles in that. It's not really necessary, but we just found it adds a little special flair. You know, this is before electricity was widespread, so they had um, a lot of open flames going on. And it's estimated that 3,000 women died between 1850 and 1860 when their dresses caught fire. So they lived dangerously in many, many ways. This is insane. I mean, this is like so many people in the span of 10 years. Yeah. I think it's probably overinflated, but that's what they say. Yeah, but even if it was 20, that's a lot. It is because you're always walking around an open flame. You got candles, you got fireplaces. You you can't fit through the door. So you probably get jammed in the door and you're trying to get out and you get your husband to come push you and you just fly into the fireplace. 
It, it, it was ridiculous. So now I think you've got the basics down of what it took to be a proper woman in the Victorian era. So what do you think? You think you could hang with them? Of course. Because, see, first of all, the, the main thing I do is subtle. And it's I want mm-hmm. people to look at me and think, this man did not try. <laughs> he, he literally doesn't try. But they don't know that I've been drinking mercury, pouring bleach on my face. You know, I've got my feet soaking in a bath of acid right now. <laughs> Sulfuric acid, they may be down to the bone, but see, I do all this so that you can be proud of me. I I love it. Yeah. So wouldn't it be really cool if we could like take a time traveling trip? We'd both die instantly. (laughs) Yes, for for different different reasons. reasons, But it would be very quick and swift and probably painful for at least one of the two of us. We know like on Star Trek how they could go into other cultures and they'd have to like get all acclimated first. They'd have to get Maybe a face tattoo or uh, whatever like it was. It's cosmetic surgery, right. so they look like whatever, whatever creature race it they're is going that to. they're going to go be part of. Yeah, so we could like get us like this whole dress situation. You know what would happen is we'd dress up in what we think they'd be like, and it'd be like Back to the Future. Oh when yeah, yeah. Marty's dressed up like a cowboy in Back to <laughs> the Future Three, but it's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> And he looks completely ridiculous. Yeah. He's kind of like pink chaps or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we'd look like as we step into Queen Victoria's Palace moments before I'm stabbed with a lance and you're thrown out a window into the moat. <laughs> well, it was a good idea. I want to hear more about this. This is insane. This is definitely a good oddities thing. Yeah, so I can't wait to do more episodes on this in the future because there's so many things. This was just like the tip of the iceberg for this. So, Well, I've got the idea. We've been trying to figure out what we can put on TikToks and YouTube, and you've been talking about wanting to do a YouTube channel. Rather than doing something teaching people how to get rid of clutter, you ought to go back and teach them the old ways of doing oh, makeup. Oh, so like the head old down to ways. Sears and see if I can find some, some arsenic radium wafers. And some radium. Yeah. <laughs> be like, can you, can you get me some of those good arsenic wafers? Do, do they come in the light now? I what? know that you've heard of the radium girls that would look yes. the okay. And well, if did you've you ever know? look up the pictures of oh, yeah. these girls? It's horrific. Yeah, I know all about them, but do you know um, that they made dresses out of radium? They made a lot of things. Well, out I of know radium. wallpaper, all kinds of things. Toys. Yeah, yeah. Like there's whole stories about just what they did with radium. And, and it's amazing of- where we've come scientifically mm-hmm. to understand these things are incredibly dangerous. Right. Radiation is not like a toy. They literally thought because it made things glow that it would like renew you from the inside out, yeah. and they wanted and to ingest it. Like a it. health thing, yeah. When in fact, it's quite the opposite. Right. It's fi- fascinating, and it, it is. Amazing. I told you about that thing I want to talk about the other night, the Demon Core, mm-hmm. and I'm going to talk about that in an upcoming episode. So I spoiled it a little bit, but it's a very interesting story that deals with radiation. Yeah, and I think it fits under radiation. It's cool. Radiation's cool unless it's on your body or near <laughs> your body, or you're eating it or you're wearing it. Yeah, so we got a lot of great stuff coming up for you guys. So keep listening. Thanks. <laughs> what are you, Kermit the Frog? Hi ho. <laughs>